welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. In this podcast, we'll be having discussions around the secrets which attract lasting, healthy, fulfilling relationships, creating a healthy mindset, and what women should know and understand about men. Introducing your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts, relationship expert, trainer, speaker, and best-selling author of the Cupid's Bow Technique. Lynn's mission is to have a positive impact in reducing divorce, domestic violence, and suicide. Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts. And today, listeners, we've got a really, really juicy subject, subject that I can't wait to talk about. It's all about women embracing their inner wild side. So for that, I've got an expert in this area. Her name is Jane. She's a feminine embodiment and sacred sexuality coach. Welcome, Jane. Thank you so, so much for inviting me on the show. I'm so excited about the topic that we're going to dive into. Me too. So, so um, before we get started. Yeah, let's, let's begin. Um, I know that originally, um, you know, the, the title around this, which we, we were just discussing off air, was uh, Embracing Your Inner Slut. And I was a bit sort of, I suppose, cautious about maybe using that word and you've come up with a great explanation around why you thought it might be relevant to use in this context so I would like you to first of all uh, explain that for the audience if you would Jane. Yeah um, so originally when I messaged Lynn the title was supposed to be why it's so important for women to embrace the inner slut and this title I specifically chose because the word slut itself has a lot of negative connotation and almost like a bit of a trigger warning for people. Because for women for so long, I don't know about you, but I grew up in originally in Vietnam where we had a lot of cultural conditioning, a lot of cultural suppression, especially when it comes to intimacy and sexuality. And so I grew up always was very conscious about attracting attention from men. I didn't want to be called a slut. I always had to dress, you know, appropriately because, you know, I wanted to appear like the nice girl, the good girl. And when I went through my journey of sexual healing and sexual awakening, there was a part of the journey where I embraced and reclaimed my inner slut and that was essentially a a rebellious act for women i believe to reclaim that word as sacred for ourselves and to to really tell the world that our sexuality for us is holy is sacred and we have nothing to be ashamed of that we embracing our body provocatively is firstly for ourselves that pleasures are for ourselves and it is in our birthright to experience to indulge and to really soak up you know the goodness that life has to offer and this is why i think it's so important for women not just in relationship but in general to really own that wow side that we know each and every single woman in the world has but has kept hidden in the closet yeah i totally understand what you're saying and why you're saying it um and it's good that you've actually clarified the context in which you mean it in terms of 
you know, women and um, uh, I, I, I totally get it. You know, in, it, for me, it is about being, I suppose, open to unleashing that naughty, more darker side of mm. myself. Yes, definitely. Yeah, and I think, you know, we, um, so for me, I believe that within a woman, there's like, like you said, the two side, the like the good side, the, the one that wants to be the good wife, you know, the one that wants to be a good mother. And there's another side, the kind of like wild slutty that we kind of kept separately in the bedroom. And yet often for a lot of women, there's a bit of a conflict and almost like that identity crisis of like, I can be this or that. And what I've seen in a lot of my clients who come to me is that once they kind of like got into relationship or once they become mother, then that identity, the, you know, the mother side kind of took over or the wife kind of identity took over and they, they essentially lose touch with their own inner, like, you know, sensual side. And this is why I believe part of it is, you know, we have a lot of, you know, things to do, housework, chores. And so that kind of side take away the inner spot, which then create a lot of like, like a passion in relationship. And this is, yeah, more important why we're having this discussion right now. And yeah. It's a shame, isn't it? We we sort of, I suppose, either slip into dull routines or think that that's what our partner wants is to, mm. you know, like you say, especially once we become mothers, you know, we I suppose there's the more like, you know, the the conditioner around what that, that good woman or wife is mm. in terms of yes. what we've been previously educated or parented or even religiously indoctrined to be like. Definitely. Yeah, and especially if you come from like religious background, that conditioning is even harder. And for women to really embrace their own sexual side, like the the level of empowerment and liberation that will come is beyond anything you could ever imagine. I have seen women like literally breaking free from like their fears, their shame, their their chains of like cultural suppression and become a new woman. And there's something incredibly like beautiful and radiant about women who really owns who she is. And this is not just about sex. You know, a lot of my work, even though the focus is about sacred sexuality, but for me, sex is about life. That's how we come into life. And when a woman is embodied in herself, when she feels, you know, the pleasure that in her body, she's an empowering woman and she becomes like unfuckwithable. And that's what is attractive. That's what is magnetic about her. And I think, like you say, you, you mentioned some key words about, um, uh shame and um, guilt yeah. related to you know what we want to do in terms of being more open and experimental in our relationships and quite often I think our partners are delighted when we unleash that side of us ourselves 
aren't they? You know, it's not, totally. it's not a conversation a manager shy away from hearing. No, I, I think something really incredibly powerful when a woman embraces that wild side is that she takes charge in the bedroom and believe it or not, men love it. They love it when we actually own our pleasure, when we own our desires. And yet this is where a lot of the time the conflicts happen. You know, we've seen women going through honeymoon period and they have the best sex of their lives. They have so much passion, so much aliveness. And then the kind of like the, the routines and the relationship kind of dull that. And so when women reignite that spot within themselves, like it's so exciting. It brings back the passion. And this is where I believe this is the key for like long long-term sustainable passionate relationship not yeah like not just like the boring you know we're together now let's just get on with it um yeah okay so um you're not necessarily you know talking about in terms of women having the power in the bedroom of her sort of more or less permanently becoming some sort of dominatrix no well she can choose to if she wants to and this is the thing about sexual liberation is when we take away the the umbrella or you know the wet blanket of shame then the person not only the women but also the men you know they can be free to explore what is pleasure for them yeah because then sex isn't just about penetration sex is so much more there's a depth of intimacy that we can explore and when a woman owns her inner slut, like she doesn't have to pretend, you know, this is one of the big problems that I work with my clients is that women faking it in the bedroom. Women just want to have sex to get it over and done with. Or they withhold sex because they don't feel met or they don't feel seen. And this impacts greatly in relationship. Sex is not everything, but it is an important part of any relationship. And when I say sex, I don't just mean, you know, penetration is so much more than that. And so when we explore that realm, like there's a whole different world that we can explore. And when a woman is, you know, when she feels free in herself, that also gives permission for her man to explore what is pleasurable for him. And so then we can play more in that realm of intimacy, of sexuality. We can be curious about what is actually turning us on, what are our desires or fantasies, and not play in this like really rigid, boring, mundane, you know, sexual activities that we can usually fall into because it's just routine. Absolutely. And you, you, I suppose it's it's a shame that we do fall into those patterns because like you say quite mm. often then the, the passion and the intimacy dies down in our relationships and uh, there's not much keeping it together not even you know basic sex <laughs> so um <laughs> you know it's, it's in our own interest isn't it to explore and to be open to be more imaginative and, mm. and have those 
it might be initially, I suppose, a difficult conversation to have if you if you're listening to this and you're thinking, yeah, our sex life has got into a bit of a rut. I don't know how to reignite the spot. What would you say hmm. to those women, Jane? Um, so there's actually two sides to this. So in any relationship, obviously, you know, I work a lot with women. I would recommend the women to start their own inner journey, you know, their own sexual awakening. Because when a woman, like I say, you know, women can, when a woman liberate herself from her own chains of shame, and that create even more like space and permission in the relationship. And so first, like really asking yourself, you know, who do you want to be as a woman? If you have full permission to express, to really experience life to the fullest, who do you want to be? And what do you deeply desire to experience? Because that then opened a whole new kind of pathways to explore and you can go down the path of Tantra, you can do a lot of healing work when it comes to sexuality. If you've had sexual trauma in the past, you can see your know, therapist. And you know, on the other side is the part where we also need to communicate with our partner about where things are at with us. And often what I find is honesty opens deeper intimacy. It may be a very challenging conversation. Yet, I believe that when you really honest with each other and there's space for that, then you both can explore this journey together. And it's a wonderful journey for couple to go down the path of really like working on themselves separately. And also together build deeper intimacy, you can go to workshops, you can have you know, relationship coach to really work with you as a couple, you can try different range of, you know, play in the bedroom, like there's such a whole world for you to explore. But what it really takes is firstly, courage with yourself, you know, and courage with your partner. And second, all I say, you know, honesty, because if you keep settling, if you keep telling yourself, oh, you know, it's not so great, but it's okay. And I can just, you know, live like this forever. Then you are doing yourself, you know, such a like, um, um, yeah, a bad, not, not a bad disservice. Yes. Um, thank you. A disservice because you're not serving yourself. You're not serving your relationship. And I have seen, you know, a lot of women come to me because some part in themselves is not happy. And, you know, the old saying, happy wife, happy life, you know. And so when a woman is not happy, the man can feel it. And ultimately the relationship will go downhill from there. Yeah, it's it's such a sad situation where, you know, it's so, so possible, isn't it, to turn things around and yet just for the sake of um, being courageous enough to have a conversation could literally flip that all on its head. So I suppose if you're sort of a bit more introvert and, and don't feel comfortable having that conversation, even some sort of um, to open the door to having that conversation, even some sort of, uh, I suppose, flirty text or, or, or note to your mm. man could open that door, couldn't it? 
you can do all sorts of things. And like I said, it doesn't have to be a serious conversation. It can be a really playful, flirty conversation. Hey, I would love for us to explore this. What do you think? And we're kind of testing the water. You know, you can buy some really nice, sexy lingerie that you may have been like thinking, oh, like I can't wear this. I don't have the body for this or I'm too old for this or I shouldn't be wearing this because I'm a mom. Like really give yourself a permission to just go, what if, what if, you know, I'm just going to buy that and try it on for once and play. Play is such an important part of intimacy. And I think, you know, the routine, the day-to-day, you know, it takes away that spark and play ignites that inner child. It ignites the part of us that, you know, want to explore, want to adventure. And I think it's a wonderful thing for a couple to bring more play into the bedroom. So what are some of the suggestions that you could offer, you know, for anybody that's listening to this and thinking, oh, yeah, you know, I'd love to bring some more adventure some more playfulness, you know, bring back the flirtiness back into our relationships. Do you have any um, suggestions as to what those ideas would be? So there's a range. So it depends on what level that you want to <laughs> play. Um, so I guess like some really light practices could be that, you know, you can start like, you know, some slow touch practices, like sitting opposite each other, eye gazing, and then just touch each other. That is not about um, an outcome. So what I mean by that is we are conditioned that every time we touch each, each other, well, our partner, it always has to lead into sex. And so explore touch outside of the bedroom. What would that feel like if you just brush your hands across his hand while you walk you know, in the kitchen? What, what would it feel like if he touches your legs? you know, while you're cooking, like really explore that play outside of the bedroom. And then you can bring on so like different um, sensations. So you can bring like food into the bedroom. You can bring chocolate and ice into the bedroom. You can bring extra toys into the bedroom, massages, oils, you know, all these things can enhance different sensations. And then if you want to, then you can also, you know, explore like workshops like tantra workshop where you really work on a different level not just from a physical level but from that emotional depth with each other and see where this will open for you and then on the other kind of like the extreme where you can explore more your your kink side and so there are different toys you know like ropes whips and things that you can actually bring into your relationship depend on where you are on that spectrum and none of it is like good or bad or right or wrong it just again play and exploration yeah absolutely and sometimes you know uh, it's great to you know have a little bit of role play and, and do some dressing up and things like that mm. definitely Yes, and it's actually really fun. I see that it's almost like an escapism for women when they can actually put on a costume and take themselves out of the normal day-to-day role and give themselves permission to be like a you know like an actress essentially, like be in a different character and explore what's that like. And so these 
you know, when I talk about the inner slut or the, you know, the, the wild side, it's like, explore that. What would be like for you to just give yourself permission to be like a, a really sexy, seductive, confident, unapologetic kind of sexual woman and see, because then the confidence will change because you're out of your head and you're in a different, almost like an archetype, an energy, an avatar. And there's more room to play with as well. I love that. Yeah. And it's just like, I suppose, going back to our childhood and escaping into our imaginations, isn't it? When we used to do dressing up as kids and uh, think nothing of it. But yeah, it, it becomes a bit of an issue when we're adults that we, we feel a bit reluctant sometimes to explore that inner child again. Mm, definitely. And creativity is great when it comes to the bedroom. You know, potentially you can create different games to play with your partner. There's like, there's a whole world of imagination and it really comes to you to, to have that curiosity and creativity. Um, yeah, and to create the adventure that you really desire. And I think sometimes there are some adult games that will give you cards to to read that you might want to explore if you're stuck for ideas i know there's plenty of you know online adult games that you can buy that will give you some great ideas uh, which you may or may not want to explore you know it's it doesn't mean just because you have a suggestion that you have to explore that suggestion if you don't feel comfortable with it or if it doesn't really light up your um turn on button <laughs> And this is a thing about sexuality, you know, our, our the range of sexual pleasures are like wide. And what I mean by that is that something may turn one person on is a completely turn off for someone else. And so it's really becomes like it's really important for for you as a woman, as a couple to really explore, hey, what turns me on? Because different kind of touch can really enhance or really shut you down depending on you know your own preferences and so really explore like explore that range and see like you know what really excites you what turns you on and share that with your partner and this is where I think it's important why women need to take more responsibility when it comes to their pleasures because men can't read mine even though we think or we hope that they can they can't and so we need to communicate and our communication doesn't always have to be words we can communicate through sound through our body yeah, through our moans, through different ways. And so this is why if you don't know what turns you on, if you don't know what turns you off, it's extremely hard when it comes to intimacy uh, because your partner won't know and he'll try his best, you know. And, yeah, and so the more, the clearer we are when it comes to our own self-pleasure, the, the easier it is for intimacy to flourish. If, what about if you did have a clash, let's say, say your partner said to you, you know, what really turns me on is uh, you talking and sharing your naughty thoughts with me during sex and, and that, that you don't want to or don't feel comfortable doing that. 
what what would you suggest in that sort of instance and so this is i guess the common thing because sometimes we have things that we have common interests in and sometimes we don't which is very normal and what i say to that is we'll have sessions where it's called receiving and giving and what that means is the session where you as a woman get to receive that's all about you you get to tell your partner hey i desire to be touched this way sensually softly without any agenda without any outcome i just want to be touched and for my body to be worshipped and you get to experience that you get to enjoy that yeah and your partner his role there is mainly to serve you to devote to you to give and you know a lot of people think that giving is a chore but when you really give and you and this is why it's important for you to communicate because when your partner give to you and you moan and you tell him yes I love it oh my god more please yes this way no actually that that doesn't feel good like the feedback is important for the giver and so the more feedback he gets it's like you know when you we, we usually compare to like kids it's like when you're doing something great and you've got praise you want to do more right and so this is why it's really important for you to communicate and then we can switch then your partner will say hey i would love for us to explore like naughty talk even though i know that may not be you know your the thing that you that lights you up and you can give it a go and this is the the important bit is we are willing to give it a go and if it doesn't work you know we can try something else but this is why i talk about play you know be playful be curious it doesn't have to be you know a certain way for it to be pleasurable or exciting or to be right yeah and i think it's also important to share you know if um if you do something for your man or your man does something for you that um it doesn't necessarily have to be on repeat all the time mm. from that point onwards you know you can explore different things and then bring that particular thing back in at, at other points during your relationship you know um otherwise again it can become routine can't it and and resentment can creep in if if he's expecting you know a certain thing or action from you that you've given in the past every time you have sex mm. Mm. and this is why also exploring boundary consent is very important as well because what you don't want to do is to do something that completely crosses your boundaries which then leads to trauma and shut down in your own body in your system and so communicating letting your partner know hey these are these are the boundaries and we can play in this area but these are my nose and so really own it own your nose and then you can then own your yes you know and let him know what is what what turns you on and then one one also that when the men know these are the boundaries it's also easier for him to play in that with thou I guess I'm being afraid that he's going to hurt you or he's going to upset you. Absolutely. 
I love, I've loved this conversation, Jane. It's been really interesting. And thank you so much for sharing your words of wisdom around it. So for the audience out there that would like to connect with you and probably find out more about what you do, what's your best contact information? So you can go on my website, which is sacredfemininedevotion.com, or you can find me on different social media platforms. I'm more active on Instagram. Um, Lee will put up the link, I'm sure, in the bio. So yeah, I'm looking forward to yeah to connecting with you. If you, um, I do have a free gift on my website. So if you're interested in this topic, make sure you sign up for that. Um, yeah, so I just want to say thank you so 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 much for having me here. It's been such a ple pleasurable conversation, and I just love that you know this is just such a free platform where nothing is taboo, and we can talk about real important conversation. Absolutely. So, any final words around why it's important for women to embrace the inner wild side or naughty girl or inner slut, whatever you, phrase you want to use. <laughs> before we wrap up the episode? Um, yeah, so what I want to leave with you is just a reminder that who you are as a woman is sacred. Your body is sacred. Your sexuality is sacred. Your pleasures are sacred. And so remember that, you know, anytime when shames come up, remind yourself, I am sacred and give yourself permission to live life fully, to experience the kind of like soul-led, heart-wide-open, earth-shattering intimacy that you deeply desire. And don't ever settle for less than what you truly deserve. Absolutely. 100% agree with that. You know, it's all about, I think humans generally, you know, we're hedonistic creatures. We always are seeking pleasure and joy out of life and and why not you know with a, with our intimate partner that's the most sacred special gift that we can give to each other isn't it yeah definitely enjoy be wild <laughs> your men will love it <laughs> well thank you so much jane it's been a pleasure so uh for me it just leaves me to say that true love starts with opening our hearts and until next time goodbye for now Thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group Two Hearts Entwined or search Lynn Smith, inspirational speaker at LinkedIn or email lynn at hearts-entwined.com. That's L-Y-N at hearts-entwined.com. Remember, true love starts with opening our hearts.